Hi everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show and thank you very much. This show is sponsored by the MIT Sloan School of Management's Blockchain Technologies online program, delivered in collaboration with Get Smarter, and by Formosa Financial, financial services for blockchain innovators. Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101, the average consumer's guide to cryptocurrency. This is Matthew Aaron, and today we have on three special guests. We have on three listeners of Crypto 101. In previous episodes of Crypto 101, we've always had on listeners, usually once a month. For the past couple months, we haven't had on listeners, but we're going to make up for it. Listener episodes have always been one of the favorites. People like to connect with other people, listen to how they got into crypto. Is it similar to their stories? and listen to news stories to be able to relate with the average consumer and hear new stories, new use cases, new inspirations and motivations for blockchain. In the past, we heard about Sam Balai sending remittance back to Ethiopia. We've heard Ronnie Rose and her ambition to get more women into blockchain. And we've heard many others. So I am very, very happy that I got the opportunity to sit down with, in total, seven individuals to bring out these listeners episodes for you. This is the first one and I hope you enjoy. Please meet some of the fellow listeners of Crypto 101. Before we get into that, please go to Crypto101podcast.com. That's the hub for a lot of things you can do. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us there to keep up to date what's happening at Crypto 101. You can become a patron. The patrons support Crypto 101 when there's no advertisements, when there's no money coming in, and when I'm holding bags. It's the patrons that keep this podcast going and we really appreciate it by the way if you are a patron and you did not check out the patreon page we have two things for you there one a surprise coming out here in about a month and the second one is a subscription to 21's cryptos magazine i have two subscriptions left please follow the instructions on patreon also please subscribe to us on itunes Castbox, soundcloud pocket cast or anywhere you listen to your podcast leave us a rating and a comment it helps us immensely and also, we're looking for a little help in the Crypto 101 community. If you're an audio editor or a blogger, hey, reach out. Please go to Crypto101podcast.com, go to the contact button, and send us an email and say what's up. And finally, remember, ICO 101 with Aaron Paul is now in the Crypto 101 feed. So look for his podcast. Now, without further ado, let's meet three listeners of Crypto 101. I was excited to meet them, talk to them, and I hope you're excited to meet them too. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you after it. Listener of Crypto 101, Carl Gunnaratnam, thank you very much for not only for listening, but for coming on Crypto 101. No, it's my absolute pleasure to um, talk to you after all this time of listening. Thank you, sir. Man, I really like talking to the listeners. I really like to get, getting to know them. So if you would, could you just please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, I'm 35 years old. Uh, I live in London. I started out as a sports journalist in my late teens. And since then, I've been working in marketing um, for the rest of my career um, for really, really boring companies. Um, and now I've found crypto and it's so much more exciting. So <laughs> delighted to be in, in the space. Right on. You actually were talking uh, offline a little bit and you got into crypto writing, didn't you? 
I did only only recently. Um, I'm really lucky actually because V, the editor at Twenty One Cryptos magazine, um, decided to take a chance on me. I mean, I've only been in the space, you know, since November of last, December of last year, um, mm-hmm. and I just I made a decision kind of pretty early on that the main reason I'm here is to get involved and to do something kind of meaningful with it. So I saw that they'd asked for contributions on Twitter and I just I just went and wrote an article, a sample article and sent it hoping they would like it. And they did. And somehow and it went from there. So I've written contributions for the last couple of issues and uh, hopefully going forward, I'll be continuing to do so. Right on, man. Congratulations with that. It's amazing that, you know, a lot of people start getting into crypto. They want to know how to start operating in the space, working in the space because everybody's excited about it. And man, you did it, man. Good job. Well, yeah, but it's kind of thanks to you, really, because as I told you offline, I spent the first couple of my time in crypto just listening to your entire back catalog to get me up to speed. And there was a couple of things that really resonated with me and stuck with me. Um, And one of them was an episode where you were talking about how to get into crypto. And basically, your advice was just do it, man. Just just find something that you are good at or you think you're good at and just reach out to a project. Don't think about money. Don't think about where you can end up. Just do it. Just do something and offer to help them. And then from that help, hopefully you'll you'll progress. And that's exactly what happened. I, you know, I didn't think about getting paid for anything. I didn't think about where it would end up. I just wanted to write and just do something. So it was definitely you that kind of pushed me in that direction. So thank oh, man. you. That's awesome, man. Well, I mean, I don't know that, that how much reach we have, but we're very excited to hear that, you know, what we're doing over here helps somebody out and that you're, well, you're having fun writing for crypto. Yeah, it's, it's been a blast so far and I've learned so much. Right so. on, brother. Right on. Hey, so you got in November, December. Ah, that is a hell of a time to get in considering the price right now, man. How are you feeling? Ah, oh, well, do you know what? I uh, I don't feel too bad because I, I'm an investor and like... Like that, when I said there was two things that really resonated with me from your podcast, funnily enough, the second one was, and I remember exactly where I was when I was listening to the podcast about, are you an investor or are you a trader? I was in the supermarket trying to chew some beer for a night with friends. And uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to make two really important life, life decisions here. What beer do I get? And right. am I a trader? <laughs> am I an investor? And naturally speaking, I'm an investor because... I mathematically I'm not great I don't have TA skills Um, I do make a lot of bad decisions so the less decisions that I have to make the better and I'm not really that sensitive in terms of prices going up and down so I recognize that I think in a few years Bitcoin is going to be if not the reserve currency it's going to be widely used so I'm not worried about the price at the moment and your podcast made me feel like that was okay because when you're when you're on Twitter you get lost in a world of people saying oh I'm shorting here I'm logging here I'm selling a bit of this and I'm buying a bit of that and you sort of feel oh man my portfolio is bleeding I should be doing what these guys are doing you know they're killing it and they're selling stuff and and I kind of got knocked out of my investor mode a little bit but hearing that podcast and knowing that there's other people that do invest and hold and that that's a perfectly viable strategy made me feel better about it and got me back on the straight and narrow. So right on, that's man. another thing to thank you for. You actually said a couple of things that I made mistakes in in my first couple of months uh, trading as well. 
I thought I was I could be a trader. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to sit around during the day and make a little money trading ups and downs and, and things like that. And I would be listening to the Poloniex Troll Box. And man, that <laughs> thing just led me down the worst paths. I think in November, it was already uh, taken off. Uh, they stopped that, I think, back in June. But oh, they would hype and FOMO. And and, and actually, I, I still own, uh, I think, 1400 Ripple because of that FOMO that they were pushing there. And I was like, I'm going to buy some wow. Ripple. Bought some Ripple and I still have 1400 <laughs> Ripple just hanging out. Don't know what I'm doing with it. Just kind of, it's just it's just hanging out. Should have sold it you back. Probably, when I went. You could probably buy a beer with that now, just about. Can you have a burger maybe? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that goes to my next question, man. Your your important life choice. What beer did you get? Uh, I got a really nice chocolate stout from Thornbridge brewery i remember that distinctly it was delicious really <laughs> right on your stout man i'm more of a i'm more of an ipa guy myself oh nice yeah man. there's a lot of nice ipas knocking about at the moment yeah for in sure in taiwan though good good ipas in taiwan yeah actually there's a couple of taiwanese breweries here there's a brewery called Jungmen Brewery, and they have about 20 varieties on tap at any moment. And yeah, they have a couple of quite nice uh, IPAs, an American IPA, West Coast IPA, a, a yeah. British IPA. They have something, oh man, it was a, a it's not a rye PA, I'm sorry, it's a peat PA, where they use wow. peat to make it. And it's, it's, it's super robust flavor, amazing. Yeah. Does it smell a bit odd though? Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's very peaty, <laughs> but it's it's quite it's quite phenomenal what they did with that one. Yeah, I think we maybe we should start a, a beer podcast next. Man, Bitcoin and beer, dude, I'm <laughs> trademarking there. it tomorrow. We're doing this, man. So, what are you holding? What were you buying in November that you're holding bags of right now? Oh man, so the first thing I bought was Ethereum, and I bought it on my birthday, so it's easy to remember and since then and then i did what a lot of people do and i bought just a little bit of a lot of different crypto so i bought some stuff that i regret <laughs> i bought some iota which i got rid of uh and i bought some stratus um which hasn't done very well but um in recent times what i've done is i i think i've become a bit more of a bitcoin maximalist as i've gone along i still think we've got a couple of great altcoin cycles to come so i think that's the best still for me the best way of making bitcoin is to buy alts and grow them so what i've done in this bear market so far to kind of try and stem the bleeding is i've consolidated into a few coins that i think that i've held all, all along mostly but that i think have been maybe hit hardest so they've got more growth potential that's my theory anyway so to answer your question um i've got quite a lot of icon at the moment which has been absolutely beaten beaten down um i've got quite a bit of one chain okay. um and my kind of moon bag the bag that I, is a bit risky but i really believe in is lux um i think they've got one of the best projects out there in terms of what they've actually done but they haven't really done any marketing so not a lot of people know about them and and they're sitting at what seven million market cap mm. um, and they've got smart contracts they've got segwit they've got a proof of stake wallet which is great because like you just you go online and you put your email address in and you put your coins on there and it stakes for you you don't have to do anything else and just sit there and watch the lux roll in there's going to be a decentralized exchange coming up as well so at a seven million market cap i think that's worth the risk to kind of keep a big bag of that so all right you're talking you're talking my language right now actually because i am such a low market cap uh high risk kind of guy yeah so exactly 
So I'm I mean, even it. one time is is like a hundred, oh, maybe less than a hundred million now. No, that's too much not... for me. Nope. <laughs> nope. You, you you give me some smart contracts, a platform with seven million market cap. I'm gonna just buy it to buy it. You're, you're gonna see me holding some bags of that soon. Oh man, I had some stuff like GBT, which was like seven seven million market cap, I think, and I had to get rid of that because the bleeding. And I had some oh god, I had some Swift Coin at some point. That was a bad move, but that was really low market cap as well. Right on, right on. So, what do you think of the market right now? Are you, are you think we're going to be bleeding? You think we're going to be bag holding for a year or so, or do you think that yeah, this is going to pop up by the end of the year and we're going to be we're going to be looking back at this as, you know, and making jokes, laughing, drinking our chocolate stouts and IPAs. <laughs> I'm going to take option two, I think. I prepare for the worst and hope for the best. So I kind of, there's a bit of me that thinks that that 2014 fractal is going to play out and we're going to rumble along a little bit along the bottom. And then I think that 5,800 support is looking a bit weak. So we might drop down. And then rumble along, but I—I I mean, I think the recovery will be a lot quicker than 2014. I think it seems to be the cycle seems to be playing out quicker. So if not by the end of the year, maybe early next year, maybe the ETF if it gets announced will be a catalyst. But I'm not—I'm not pessimistic at all. The way I see it is with alts as cheap as they are right now, and don't take my advice because I'm an idiot. But as cheap as they are, it's kind of, if it goes even any lower, it's a real bargain. It's a chance to kind of fill your bags up with stuff. Like this time last year, when Icon was £8 or $10, I'd have killed for it to be 50p or like, what is it, 70 cents. I'd have absolutely killed for it. So right. I'm not going to sit here now and say, oh, I'm not buying that in case it drops to 50 cents. That, right. that would be stupid. I'm going to I'm gonna fill up and <laughs> hope for the best. But I'm no, actually just I'm looking optimistic. looking for fiat right now to uh, to fill my bags up because a lot of what I'm holding is down. I, to be perfectly honest, I think I'm going to have to go and double, even triple on, on a lot of my holdings yeah. to get back up to break even. Are you rebalancing in terms of like getting into more just Bitcoin holdings and keeping your alts a bit lower in percentage? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm buying the same alts. <laughs> No, if I'm, if I'm going to make a dumb mistake, I'm going to keep making that same dumb mistake <laughs> until until I don't learn my lesson and do it again. So nice. <laughs> this is why this is why my show at the end at the beginning of every show it is not financial advice. <laughs> we are one one for a reason. <laughs> but you know what? I think in in a year or so when we have another alt season, you're going to be sitting pretty, and hopefully, so am I. So that's. That's a strategy. Well, there's a couple of people that I've been telling uh, the blog writers, the audio editors, people that work for Crypto 101 that I've only met virtually for the past year and a lot of listeners that once my alts moon, I am taking a world tour and I'm going to go meet every last one of you and I hope to see you in the UK. Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a stout or an IPA waiting for you. Oh, an IPA for you sure. mean, uh, did you say uh? I hope there's m multiples. <laughs> let's not be greedy. Let's see, let's see how much money we got by the time that rolls <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. You I might, forgot London is expensive, be, man. <laughs> yeah, you might, have, you might have done well. I might still be looking at a bleeding portfolio. So Mate, I'll, 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 buy, I'll buy you a beer if I've done well. Don't worry about that. If I can <laughs> you, afford you, London. <laughs> that's true. But you've, you've done more than enough for me already, so I can't. I wouldn't take your money. You'll be fine. Don't oh, worry. no, man. No, no. But say, real quick, what are some of the influencers and some of the resources that you recommend in this space right now? If you were having somebody come in, listen to this interview, and they're like, man, I really want to know who to follow on Twitter, uh, what to read, who to read. 
Who to listen to? Mm. Who would that be? Well, I mean, if they're listening to this podcast already, um, I probably wouldn't need to say you, but you'd be first on my list because if you're getting into crypto, just go back and listen to the whole back catalogue because you will learn all the basics and you'll have somebody asking the questions that you find yourself wanting to ask, but you probably feel a bit stupid doing it and you get that all out the way for people. So I would say start here. Then in terms of like reading materials, I mean, there's a guy called flat out crypto who i've actually known for quite not i've never met him in person but through sort of various telegram groups and um forums and stuff and he's another guy that's just gone out off his own back and decided you know he for no financial reward he just wants to go out and just write so he pours in hours and hours of research into projects and issues and kind of the way that he writes it makes it really easy people like me to understand technical issues so i would go and have a look at a guy like flat out crypto or i mean i know i'm biased because i've got some stuff in there but if you're a bit sick of the kind of day-to-day um shorting here and longing there and nitty-gritty of trading and have a look at um 21 cryptos magazine because there's some real life-affirming stories in there of what people are actually doing on the ground to kind of push bitcoin and and blockchain forwards and it's a nice it just kind of makes you feel warm and fuzzy when you're looking at your portfolio and it's awful to go off and read people that are just out there doing some great stuff there's a cover article this month was um a lady who's just she's just quit her job and she's bought an rv and she's just gone off around america and she's doing like workshops and just teaching people about bitcoin and blockchain and collecting data and she's just like you know she's taking a risk and she's just gone out there and done it helping people that wouldn't otherwise access uh, blockchain and bitcoin so i think stories like that are just great so have a look at that would be my tip right on man hey carl thank you very much for coming on to this listener episode with crypto 101 it was good to chat with you briefly get to know you a little bit and thank you again for listening for all these all this time all these episodes Oh, no, man. Thanks a lot for all of your your help and all of your great content. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks for letting me come on, too. Right on, brother. You have a good day. You too. Take care. And now a word from our sponsor. MIT Sloan School of Management's Blockchain Technologies online program in collaboration with Get Smarter. The MIT Sloan Blockchain Technologies program takes place over six weeks entirely online and focuses on solving existing business problems through the use of blockchain. Participants in the program will learn how to harness blockchain to unlock business opportunities. The next presentation of the online program will take place on August 29th and MIT is offering my listeners an exclusive $250 discount for the course. Register for the Blockchain Technologies course and you'll be able to enter our promo code CRYPTO101, that's C-R-Y-P-T-O-101, when making the payment. This $250 discount is limited to the August 29th presentation of the MIT Sloan Blockchain Technologies program only. Once more, you can receive an exclusive $250 discount when you sign up for the August 29th presentation of the MIT Sloan Blockchain Technologies online program using this promo code, CRYPTO101. Now, back to the show. Savan Martirosian, listener of Crypto 101 and 
editor of Crypto 101 podcast. Welcome to Crypto 101, sir. Thank you, Matthew. Glad to be on the show, man. Hey, cool, man. Look, you've been listening to the show for a long time. You have merged and came up and started editing a lot of our podcasts for us. Thank you very much. But now it's time to have people hear your story about getting into crypto, about hodling, about the bear market, about, well, just you, sir. Who are you? My name is Savan Mardrosian. I live in Los Angeles, California. I do assistant editing for various TV shows. Have you worked on any big TV shows, anything that we would know? I've worked on the Oscars before. I worked on a Hulu series about two years ago. And yeah, still at it. I love what I do. So Right on. That's really cool, man. So when was the first time you took the plunge into Bitcoin? I ended up talking with a coworker back in 2013 about, hey, you know, what do you invest in with the pay that you get from work and everything? And I told him like, hey, I'm into comic books. I'm into like grading them and getting them signed by the owners and everything. And, you know, well, how about you? He goes, uh, I uh, invest in Bitcoin. I'm like, what the hell is that? And hmm. he's like, yeah, I put about 100 bucks a month and buy up this digital currency. And I had never heard of that. And at the time, this was back in June of 2013, mm -hmm. where Bitcoin was literally 100 bucks per Bitcoin. Right. So I was like, okay, wow, this is something to get into. So I started looking into it and everything. And I'm like, all right, what's digital currency? Like, how does this all work? So at the time, there wasn't any documentaries. You know, there wasn't any podcasts or YouTube videos. So I just did a whole bunch of research myself. I was like, all right, how do I get into this? I saw Coinbase, of course, and I'm like, all right, let me buy a Bitcoin off of Coinbase. I didn't quite trust it just yet, but then I took the plunge and I'm like, let me just risk it. Let me see what it is. And I saw how the mechanics of Bitcoin and transferring Bitcoin worked, joined onto a few other exchanges. And at the time I focused in on arbitraging mm -hmm. and I must have spent hours and hours every day after work, before work, trying to figure out, okay, how can I quickly like buy and then sell, buy and then sell, make right. a quick profit. And I was all about that. And then figured out that that's probably not that fast of a turnaround because back in the day you didn't have a stable coin mm -hmm. so you would have to withdraw to a bank and then buy it from your bank so in crypto time that's a long time three to right. four days i mean one hour can make a big difference right and uh yeah so that's basically how i first got into cryptocurrency right on when was the first time you started listening to crypto 101 back in, so well, Here, here's where here's where it comes ladies and gentlemen he, he says actually i've never actually listened to a show <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time <laughs> so it's kind of a long story but i'll try to abridge it as much as possible i kind of got bit by bitcoin back in 2013 and i was like okay forget cryptocurrency i don't need this it's too volatile blah 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 and this and that and i started looking into ethereum which was supposed to be bitcoin 2.0 so I was like, all right, let me just get in on the pre-sale and whatever. This is the last time I'm going to invest in anything and I'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Left it at that, didn't even go into cryptocurrency and probably about a year or so passed. And then I was like, hmm, let me check out what happened with that Ethereum that I had invested in. Looked at the price. I'm like, whoa, OK, I'm making a profit here. So that got me into cryptocurrency a lot more. And I started joining Reddit and... I actually saw a post on one of the subreddits for Ethereum about an episode you had done describing Vitalik, the co-founder. Oh, right. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, who was Vitalik? Yep. And so I listened to that and I'm like, huh, this is an interesting podcast. And so I just went back to the beginning and I just started listening. Okay, what is Coinbase? What's GDAX? I'm like, all right, this guy's on to something. So you know what? I'm going to subscribe to his podcast and I'm gonna just going to keep listening to it as I'm getting back into this cryptocurrency atmosphere and environment. I appreciate that. That was actually a Reddit post that I made Back when we first no started. Way. Yes, yes. I think Who is Vitalik was probably around my 10th podcast. And I made that post and, and I don't think I've ever looked back at it. But and I don't know if anybody came from it, but thank you very much. Yeah. So you are holding some ICO token Ethereum right now. Uh, Yeah. Holy shit. And I'm not, I, I, I want to ask you how much you have, but I'm not going to ask you how much you have. But damn, good work, sir. Thanks, so, man. So you're you're not bag holding then? I'm back holding other coins I got into, but not on Ethereum, no. Oh, okay. Well, I would assume so. I would assume so. What, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you bag holding on? Over the years, I have invested into over 25 different coins, and I'm still kind of going. So I have kind of lost track in terms of where I'm back holding, only because I believe in holding. So Right. Which, I, which you did I'm good just, with the, the Ethereum, so let's stick with that plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that's my main thing. Like I believe in the technology a lot and I don't have any attachment to any specific coin. I love the whole cryptocurrency atmosphere, the tech, what it could bring to the world. So what is it about the tech? What is it about the atmosphere that you like so much? What resonates with you? The biggest thing that resonated with me, to be honest with you, was when I edited your episode of that personal story that you had talked about. And that just was really powerful to me because I was already feeling like, man, there should be a quicker way to transfer money cross border. There should be a quicker way to like do money exchange without having all these fees and all the banks get in the way. And then when that episode came out and you, know, you spoke about your story, that really hit the nail on the coffin. I'm like, yeah, why shouldn't there be a faster mechanism for transferring money? Why shouldn't there be identity verification? Why shouldn't there be decentralized apps created? And I just love the whole culture of it. I love just the entrepreneurial mindset that has come forth because of this new industry. Right. I mean, this is like the next technological renaissance, so to say. Right. What do you think of the market right now? We, we're talking about bag holding. We're talking about the bears. We're talking about being involved. You were involved in 2013. You got ICOF, which everybody covets your ICOF. But what do you think of the market right now? Everybody's bag holding. 
I just put a Facebook Live video up today that my portfolio has never been lower. What do you think of the market? I think the market is going to do what it's going to do. And honestly, boils down to the individual. If you believe in the technology, it ain't going to be low forever. It's eventually going to come back up depending on adoption. And, you know, you're holding bags now. Well, that's fine. You know, I made the mistake early in when I got into the cryptocurrency atmosphere that I was holding bags. I'm like, oh, crap, I don't want to lose money. You know what? I'm going to sell. Bad idea. Because that's when you actually lose money. If you're holding bags, hold the bags and let that just go on that ride in terms of what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if the market's down, the other mentality that I have, because I believe in the technology, is hey, it's a crypto sale. Whatever you were thinking about <laughs> buying before, get some. If you're holding a large bag on a certain coin that you believe in, well, dollar cost average it, get more, you know? Right. I mean, why not if you believe in it? If you don't believe in it, look, just hang on to it. We're in like the most earliest stages of this industry, kind of like when eBay and Yahoo and everything was coming up. So it doesn't hurt to hold something and obviously don't put the money you're willing to lose. So, right. Who are some of the influencers and what are some of the resources that you recommend for somebody that's getting into the space right now? If they were to stumble on this episode and this would be, say, their first episode they ever listened to, getting into the space, where would you direct them to go? Who would you direct them to listen to? As far as resources, I would do it in steps. And anybody who I've worked with or I come across that asks me what's cryptocurrency about and how do I get into it and whatnot, this is what I tell them. I tell them, first and foremost, watch the Banking on Bitcoin documentary on Netflix. That gives everybody the history in terms of who the players are and the Bitcoin industry. I also tell them to watch The Rise and Rise of Bitcoin as well, that documentary on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then that's the first step, just so that they could familiarize themselves with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and how all of this started. What I do next is I ask them to subscribe to your podcast. Oh, well, thank you very uh, much. I appreciate that. Definitely. I tell them that your podcast and Aaron Paul's ICO 101 podcast is a great resource to get started in terms of, okay, they learned about what Bitcoin is. What are the next steps? Mm -hmm. What are the one-on-ones? And that way they can learn about the slangs. They can learn about what maker and taker fees are, what exchanges are, what, where to go. So I tell them your resource and Aaron Paul's resource next. And then I tell them, to go on Reddit and on Coindesk or, you know, many of these news websites to keep on top of the news. So those are the resources I tell people when they're getting into cryptocurrency. As far as the influencers, you get this a lot, but I definitely follow what Vitalik says, you know, on Twitter and on the internet in general. He really is a bright-minded individual. And then I keep my eye on, honestly, the Winklevoss twins because... Mm. The thing is that they were the original creators of Facebook. I mean, they were onto something. Right. And the fact that they created Gemini and they're getting all these licenses and what they're trying to do to mold the mainstream, that's pretty cool. And then most recently, I started following Brock Pierce based upon your interview. Hmm. And uh, every now and then, I like to see what John McAfee's up to as well. <laughs> yes, yes. McAfee, he's uh, entertaining to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, Savan, thank you very much for spending a little bit of time with us uh, for the listener episode. And just to make sure that everybody knows that you are one of the Crypto 101 editors. 
you go unnoticed for probably I don't know eight months so far editing different <laughs> shows. You edited what, what shows have you edited? Uh, wow. Um, so I edited Jameson Lops episode. I edited the fireside chat, of course, with your personal story. Some of the ethereal interviews that mm. Aaron Paul did. I edited also Josh Fraser, Howard Marks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Everybody has heard your work and they didn't even know it, but now they hear your voice and they hear your story. Thanks to you, Matthew. I appreciate the opportunity, man. No, man. Thank you very much. You are making the Crypto One community come together and put out this podcast. Savan, thank you very much. And we will get this edited. Probably you'll do it (laughs) (laughs) and put this up for everyone. We'll talk to you later, brother. You got it, man. Thanks again, Matthew. I appreciate the time. And now a word from our sponsor, Formosa Financial, financial services for blockchain innovators. Formosa Financial found that the biggest bottleneck for most blockchain innovators is access to banking. They fundraise and innovate in the crypto world, but they operate in the real world. Employee salaries, rent, bills are all in fiat. Almost all blockchain companies can't get a bank account, so everyone is using Band-Aid solutions to manage their funds properly. The solution? Formosa Financial. At Formosa Financial, we've created the ideal financial service platform for all blockchain innovators. First, we've secured reliable banking partnerships that enable us to offer banking services to blockchain innovators. We focused on banking partnerships, licensing, and compliance. Second, we've built a suite of financial services that can help blockchain innovators manage their funds conveniently so they can focus on growing their business. We've built a brokerage account, crypto to fiat trading, and we have risk management services. How can you make sure that $10 million in crypto today is worth $10 million next year so you can operate your business? Well, we have a solution. If you're an innovator or an investor, please check out Formosa.Financial. That's F-O-R-M-O-S-A dot financial for more information. Now, back to our show. Tyrone Toto McCabe, listener of Crypto yes. 101, welcome. Well done with the name. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks very much for having me on the show. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Hey, man, I want to first say thank you very much for listening to Crypto 101. And thanks for volunteering to come on and let, let us pick your brain a little bit and wrap out with you, listener, about crypto. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Bro, why don't, you, why don't you do us a favor and tell us, we were just talking a little bit offline and you are doing a PhD in Ireland. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm 26. I'm doing a PhD here in Ireland on autonomous vehicles. So specifically integrating wearables and fitness devices into autonomous vehicles in the future, uh, how they can affect the handover between control of drivers and the vehicle. So that's pretty much what I'm working on. I've been into crypto for maybe a year and a half. So I pretty much started around the same time as you did with the podcast. I remember looking it up a month or two in and I was like, oh, crypto one and one. I I should listen to this. (laughs) Damn, man. And you've been sticking with us ever since. Yeah, pretty much. Right (laughs) on, man. Thank you. Uh, No worries. Then when it comes to crypto, I suppose, I've actually known about Bitcoin since maybe 2010. My dad is kind of like the fish that got away story. He I remember him coming to me. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to buy some of this Bitcoin. I'm going to put 100 euros into it. Um, and it was like 11 cents at the time. 
Ooh. And uh, <laughs> oh. I, I don't, I don't even. He, he just decided not to or whatever. And uh, I remember phoning him up in like second year of college, and I was like, "Oh, do you see Bitcoin's now at four hundred euros or, or four hundred dollars?" And he was like, "Wow, oh, he's like fuck." <laughs> and <laughs> then ever, ever since he's just been like kicking himself. Shit, about, man, that, that would have been like a, a thousand, euro, a thousand Bitcoin, yeah. Oh, it would have been a good bit more. No, actually, about a thousand Bitcoin. Yeah, a thousand yeah. Bitcoin hitting oh. uh, twenty thousand dollars in January. <laughs> oh, absolutely nuts! And then I kind of flirted with it a bit more in college as well, but never got into it. We kind of made an investment fund with myself and like ten others mm -hmm. uh, in college, and we we're like, oh, half of us wanted to invest in Bitcoin, the other half had one, wanted nothing to do with it. So we kind of ended up splitting, and the people who didn't want anything to do with we all ended up just taking our money back and uh, some people went and actually did it themselves. I was too lazy to go do that. So <laughs> those guys have a couple of Bitcoin now as well. So I've always been in and around the space, but it was only like a year and a half ago when it kind of started to come back again that I actually really got into it. Right on, brother. Started putting some money in. Hey, I got a quick question for you about the um, driverless cars. A lot of people say that yeah. they're going to operate on blockchain. Do you think that's possible? Oh, absolutely. Uh, really? I don't think they're going to drive around using blockchain. I think all the data transmissions are going to be, are going to use blockchain. So mm -hmm. let's say, for example, what I'm working with is actually trying to get, so let's say you're driving along and you may suffer a heart attack. My aim is to connect, let's say, the healthcare network to, so that they can say, okay, this person, his heart rate's really elevated. They have a history of heart disease. Um, and you can get that from the hospital form and an e-health network and they can say, okay, well, that compare that to someone who, who, who's completely healthy. Well, maybe their elevated heart rate doesn't really matter. But someone who has an elevated heart rate, you might need to do something different. And all that data transfer needs to be completely secure because you're dealing with very sensitive information. And right. the easiest way to do that, I see, is, is blockchain. Any chance you're reaching out to some of the uh, health records on the blockchain companies that have been you know, floating around the Crypto 101 and ICO 101 channel? Yeah, definitely. I haven't reached out to any yet. I'm not actually at that stage of the PhD. I'm more looking at the data side. Maybe next year uh, I'll be looking at stuff like that. But I think it makes so much sense. Um, oh, like the healthcare industry is a disgrace in Ireland and I think most, most countries. Mm. And I got an x-ray in Dublin, let's say, and I can't see that x-ray in Galway where I live because because why? <laughs> no real reason. Yeah, no why reasons. can't those records be online? Right. Um, it's going to revolutionize uh, the healthcare industry for sure, blockchain. It, it has to. Something has to change. Right on. So back to crypto. When you got into crypto a year and a half ago, how, how did you buy? What did you do? What was the steps? What was the platform? And then what did you buy? Okay, platform pretty much was Coinbase's. Okay, so for, they, they like, connect to your bank? In, um... Yeah, yeah. Cool. Connect to the bank. And then after realizing how kind of high the fees were after maybe putting like 100 euros in, I went straight to Kraken which was free for your for euro. Yep. Then after that, I suppose I bought some Ethereum. I always kind of think Bitcoin's not really going to be I'm not a Bitcoin um you're purist, not a Bitcoin, uh, yeah, I'm, maximalist, yeah. I'm not no maximalist. I I I just think you needed the World Wide Web to operate the internet for everyone, so that's my theory on that. Mm. But I was really interested in IOTA actually because of the microtransactions and based on what I'm doing in the PhD, I thought IOTA was a really cool project. Ethereum, I suppose, some NEO, um, some VeChain. That's pretty much what I'm holding at the minute. And are you holding bags or are you up? 
I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. And everything I, I, across I, the board. No, not everything. All right. <laughs> I've made some. I made some bad decisions. I've lost some crypto, but um, you I'm, lost I'm some up. crypto. What do you mean lose? Do you mean bad trades, or because you lost money, or you lost crypto like because you sent it to wrong addresses, or no? I, your... I literally I lost my private key for. I think I bought some smart cash back when it was really cheap. I just wanted to set up a map. I'm re- I'm I'm a bit of a techie, so I like doing all these sort of weird things so i tried to set up a master node then lost my private key oh, <laughs> there's ten thousand smart cash sitting in a wallet that i have no access to oh how much is that worth ah uh, it's only worth like nine cent oh, okay <laughs> ten thousand made it sound like a lot i was like oh shit man <laughs> no no it's all right <laughs> right on right on, right on. I've, I've pretty much made all the mistakes um made some bad trades but um i've taken my initial investment out i felt that December, January, I just thought it had gotten crazy. Like I was seeing Instagram influencers that had nothing to do with crypto saying, here's where you buy crypto. I was like, it's maybe time to take a little bit out here and take the initial investment out. Next time you have that feeling, can you please, uh, you know, send me a text? <laughs> I need it's, it's, like so you. Ha- it's so hard though it is so hard. <laughs> I remember, I'm I pretty- remember during the highs, I was sitting at my, cu- on my couch writing a i think it was like a 40 page paper or something like that and i turned off all notifications and everything you know five five days later then i went you know after finals you go drinking did some drinking came back yeah everything went tits up again and i was like wait what happened i know the way and that's the, i think the best way is like i've i've heard it so many times in your channel now is or your podcast is that um people are like oh i don't w- watch the I don't look at coin mark cap or my block folio anymore. Like that, you hear that from kind of the top people, and that really is the way to do it. Because mm-hmm. if you're checking it every day, it you, kind of it just becomes an addiction. You become addicted to either the highs or the lows. Yeah, it's or, true. Or you just thinking in in your head the whole time. What if? <laughs> either way. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think of the market these days? I mean, <laughs> I, honestly, brutal. my portfolio has never been so low. What, what do you? What do you, How are you feeling? Yeah, it's it's absolutely brutal. I mean, like with this the ETF delay. It, it's going down for no other reason. Like nothing's changed. It's going down because people think other people will sell. And so they're all selling. And that's really the only reason. It's it's just like I'm mainly an alt. So Bitcoin is a little, at least a little bit stable. But like Ethereum has been destroyed. It's now back to pretty much what it was this time last year. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I actually do all business on Ethereum. So it's I really got to start moving into a stable coin for for business i think yeah like true usd or usdt I'm, I'm not sure about tether it's a bit seems a bit dodgy but uh yeah stable coins seem to be the way to go when it comes to like actual business mm-hmm. at the minute anyway hey so who are some of your favorite influencers in the space if you're going through your daily routine you're going to read something about crypto you're going to check the market you're going to you know put your finger on the pulse of it who would those people be or resources Probably give a pretty bog standard answer with Andreas Antonopoulos. He's pretty smart, a very smart guy. Um, yeah, he's other stupid than that, smart. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I suppose I listen to a good few podcasts. Yourself, invest like the best is a pretty good one. It's not uh, really crypto related, but it's it's pretty interesting. What else? Trawl through Reddit, etc. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's actually there's a pretty good uh, YouTube guy called he's Crypto Gurs. His name is name's Tom Harvey, I think it is. Okay. He's he's pretty solid. I've actually made some good ICO investments based on what he said. He's he's a pretty interesting guy. Uh, you see, he's really transparent as well, which is something that you don't have a lot in crypto. 
I find with a lot of influences. Right, right. Um, right on. So in the next six months, what's your plans with crypto? I mean, we're, we are really dragging on the bottom right now. We might even go lower. Who knows what's going to happen? you have any plans to, you know, scoop up some more coins? You think you're going to sell something? You think you're going to, what, what's your plan? Oh, this is, this is so hard to do. I think I'm just going to stick with what I have. Um, and <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to do the same and it's hard. You're yeah. right. It's so hard because I really would love to actually buy something, but I'm, first of all, I'm a PhD student. Um, I don't actually have very much money to be putting into this. Um, I pretty, my, my wage pretty much goes to living apart from any sort of side hustles I have going on. But yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with what I have. I'm, I'm happy. And like, I dabble in a little bit of trading and a little bit of ICO investment that I've made actually some good choices there and have gone up in, let's say, Ethereum, maybe not up in, in real money, mm-hmm. <laughs> shall we say. Um, the way I see it is I, it's going to come back to where it is. Like you, you can see this. If you look at that Bitcoin chart, this, the same thing happens every time, every three or four years. It might take two or sorry, every two or three years. It might take a year to go come back to where we were right. but i i see it coming back yeah for I sure it, i hope it goes back to where we were and up to fifty thousand dollar bitcoin oh absolutely absolutely and we all hope we all hope we all live in hope <laughs> you know i always think because you know i'm on a university campus myself have you ever just thought of because we're, we have access to like rooms and research rooms and computers and stuff like that have you ever just thought of just setting them all up to mine a, a shit ton of bitcoin <laughs> i've done it <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah, I I can't. I I like I was it was Monero, um actually, um so I had a, we had a load of spare computers sitting in our lab and uh, they weren't ASIC miners so I was getting hardly anything but yeah it was pretty fun to just to really like did. I said you did you I just you got to, something I to do stuff like that yeah I got a couple of Monero from that right on and you and it was all that electricity was charged right to the school. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So sure. We're not saying we're, anything about this. Of course, we didn't say your no, first no, no. or last name in the. <laughs> <laughs> we're a, a computer lab, so I like. I don't think anyone monitors what kind of electricity we use. Right. Well, we have... actually, when we get off, how about this? When we mean you go in in on some uh, ant miners and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> set up a little farm <laughs> over there. I've thought about it so many times. <laughs> Just set up a proper mining farm. Exactly, man. And I'm. Sh- I actually think it it happens all the time in the states like those college dorms have they're getting heated by <laughs> by asic miners 100 percent. actually there's a firewall in my university if there's anything that says bitcoin or an address or anything they block it right away I oh really i think it is for mining oh that, that, that doesn't happen in my university yeah yeah you 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 go onto a bitcoin website is knocked off it's not banned here in taiwan or oh, anything wow. the taiwan is very but the university, very strict on it. Oh, that's interesting. We, like Ireland, we don't know anything. Like the general population knows nothing about crypto. It's really only techies and nerds. Right now. <laughs> Although I think Genesis, Genesis Vision is actually based here in Dublin, which is pretty cool. Okay, cool. Right on, right on. Hey, Toto, I want to say hey, thanks for stopping by and chatting about your experiences with crypto. Tell us a little about yourself. And thank you for listening to Crypto 101 for the past year and a half and all, all the ups and downs, man. Yeah. Good, good luck to you. Much, man. Hey, man, you can keep being involved with uh, the Facebook community. Keep telling us what yeah. you've been do- up to, and we will talk to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. We'll talk to you again. Perfect. Cheers, man.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. I hope you enjoyed listening to the listeners as much as I like talking to them. In our next episode, we have a Max Cordic, president of Lisk, and he's going to give us a Lisk 101. And following that, we have another listeners episode where we can meet three more amazing listeners with great stories, and I hope you enjoy that as well. Before we go, check out ApogeeCrypto.com, A-P-O-G-E-E Crypto.com, the best place to check your bags, CryptoNews.com to check out all the FUD, and we will see you in the next episode of Crypto 101. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.